Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Another great Sabbath is upon us. We pray that your week was good. This is Mark Pulley with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's laws and commandments. <clears throat> Let's turn to Deuteronomy chapter 28, and we're going to talk today about abundant life. What does that mean? Now, a lot of people, they just look at it in a spiritual sense, eternal life, that you're forgiven and all that is great. But there is a natural realm to this truth. In John 10.10, we've heard this all our life, that the thief comes not but for to kill, to steal, and destroy. And when Yeshua said that, it was in the context, if you read John chapter 9 and John chapter 10, it's in the context of a man being born blind and then Yeshua healing him. And that he was actually saying that the thief came and stole his health, stole his healing, stole his ability to see, and that the good shepherd, Yahshua, came to restore his life. And when you are blind, you are not living a quality life. And Yeshua said that I am come to give you life, and that life more abundantly. So keep that in mind, because we're going to talk about what the word abundance means, and what the word abound means. But to lay a foundation, if you look in Deuteronomy chapter 28, Yahweh said through Moses, and it shall be if you carefully will listen to the voice of Yahweh, your Elohim, taking heed to do all his commandments, those are his written commandments, as well as that inner small voice that leads and guides you and me every second of the day that says, do this or don't do this, buy this, don't buy this, don't make this decision, so on and so forth. He says, when you obey Yahweh's commandments, then it says, Yahweh your Elohim shall give you to be on high above all the nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on you and overtake you if you will listen to the voice of Yahweh, your Elohim. And then it goes through to verse 14, saying that you'll be blessed in this area, blessed in this area. Yahweh will command his blessing upon you in this area and in that area. Basically, it covered every area in which they were living in in those days. They were agricultural people, so it didn't talk about business, didn't talk about your bank account, it, but it talked about, you know, the fruit of uh, your loins, the fruit of your cattle, your sheep, so on and so forth. But then it says in verse 15, And it shall be if you do not listen to the voice of Yahweh your Elohim, if you do not obey his still small voice, then it says, 
that you'll be cursed and that all these curses shall come upon you and none of us want these curses that come upon us. So through obedience to Yahweh's laws and commandments, we see to combine Deuteronomy 28 with John 10, we see that we can experience the life that Yeshua came to give us and that life more abundantly. And I don't know anybody that doesn't want an abundance of life, an abundance of joy, an abundance of peace, an abundance of health, an abundance of victory, an abundance of shalom, an abundance in their material things, abundance in their checking account, savings account, retirement account, so that they can do whatever it is they need to do, desire to do, if that desire is consistent with Yahweh's will, and so that they would have more than enough to be a blessing. See, most people just focus on more than enough. Well, see, more than enough, I mean just enough, excuse me, most people just focus in on just so they have enough. Just so they have enough. And if you focus on just having enough, you're not going to have enough to be a blessing. You're not going to have enough to give unto those that have need. You're not going to have enough to be beyond what you could think or ask to be a blessing to other people. Now, what did Jesus, or Yeshua, sorry, what did Yeshua mean when he gave this beautiful promise about abundant life? That he said that he came to give us life and that life more abundantly. And how in the world can I receive it? So first off, how we receive it is by obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. You know, and I, I think of this example. When Yeshua was crucified and he was laid in the tomb and the Shabbat came upon them, the disciples did not break the Shabbat to go see if he was in the tomb or to see what was happening, so on and so forth. They put their grief on hold. What most people do today, they'll just instantly break the Sabbath to do something that they deem as important. But nonetheless, the disciples didn't do that. They kept the Sabbath. There is no reason to break the Sabbath unless your life's dependent upon it. I mean, if you're having a heart attack or you can't breathe, call the ambulance. Don't be silly with your belief system in that way. But nonetheless, you know, it wasn't a need for life that the disciples go to the tomb to, to look upon the Messiah. They waited until the Sabbath was over. It wasn't important enough to break the Sabbath. And so you and I have to have that mindset. 
about obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. Not just the Sabbath, but all his laws and commandments. We have to be diligent to obey them. And when we are diligent to obey his laws and commandments, that's how we begin to access his abundant life. Now, without Yahshua, you're not going to receive the abundance of life. But just because you say that Yeshua is your master doesn't qualify you for abundance. It's saying and doing that qualifies you for abundance. That your mouth, your lifestyle will be in line with the scriptures. So Yahweh said through Moses, if you listen and you diligently obey the voice of Yahweh, same way, you know, if you're looking to spend some money buying something you want, you know, that's a luxury like a TV. I mean, I can't tell you how many months when I wanted a bigger, nicer TV, I had the money for it. I could pay cash for it. It was no big deal. But on the inside, Yahweh kept saying no. Yahweh just kept giving me a check. And so I listened to that still small voice. That's still obeying his commandment because that's his commandment. Don't do that. So if I would have done it, it would have been rebellion. If I would have done it and did what I wanted and put my own whatever first, that would have disqualified me for the blessings in Deuteronomy 28. That would have disqualified me for abundance life, abundant life. Because I was no longer listening to the voice of Yahweh. I was listening to doing whatever I wanted. And see, we're going to talk about that in a few days. You know, we can't live a life of doing whatever we want and then say Yahweh is our master. Yahweh is our heavenly father. Yahweh is our uh, king. No, when Yahweh is your master, you will submit to whatever he says. And if he's giving you a check, but now there's a lot of people that they don't, they don't know how to listen to their inner man. They don't know how to listen to the voice of Yahweh within them on the little things. See, you can't hear them on the big things if you're not trained in the little things. So we have to train ourselves by the unction of Yahweh's spirit to learn to listen to him. And maybe it's a simple item like a pair of socks that you want to buy. And all of a sudden... No, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. You don't know why you can't do it. You got the cash in your hand. But nonetheless, you don't need to know why. You just need to say, yes, sir. All right. So how we attain abundant life starts with obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. It also includes walking by faith, taking your faith and working it like a mechanic works a wrench. 
and beginning to believe you have received whatever it is you are needing or desiring, whether that's healing, whether that's deliverance, whether that's peace of mind, whether that's finances, whether that's having an abundance in your retirement account or in your savings account, so on and so forth. Whether it's just simply having enough food in the closet, start with your bare necessities and begin to use your faith for abundance. Begin to call those things that be not or that do not exist as though they did, that your cupboards are full, your, your pantry is full, your freezer is full. You do not lack for anything. Why? Because Yahweh is your good shepherd and he said you will lack for nothing. Okay, um, let's, let me just read this to you. Uh, here's some different versions of John 10.10. 10. I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. Okay, it's not separating that it's just spiritual. Life includes every aspect of life. The Living Bible says, My purpose is to give life in all its fullness. All right? The New Living Translation says, My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. And now a lot of people don't like that word rich, but nonetheless, the Amplified says, I came that they might have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. What does that mean? He wants your relationship with Yahweh to overflow with abundance, abundance of joy, overflow with an abundance of peace, overflow with abundance of a sound mind, overflow with abundance of joy, overflow with abundance of energy, overflow with an abundance of finances, overflow with abundance of food in your pantry, freezer, refrigerator, overflow with an abundance of finances in your accounts. Apply it to every area of your life. It says that he came so that you would have it in abundance, not just barely enough. See, most people just have a survival mentality, just so they have enough to survive. Forget the guy next door. Forget giving the person on the street money to help them. Forget paying off someone's car payment or car note or house payment or house note. Forget all those things. All they're concerned is with them surviving. And in a way, that's just being selfish because all you're thinking about is me, myself, and I. I know that won't go over real well, but nonetheless, it's true. But we need to think abundance. We need to renew our minds to what Yahweh said. Now, when there's numerous times in the scriptures the Yahshua multiplied or Yahweh multiplied the loaves and the fishes so that everybody had more than enough to eat and that there was plenty left over. They were satisfied. They had more than enough. And seeing that is the Elohim in whom we serve. 
That is Yahweh's nature, to give more than enough. I know when we give finances as a ministry and individually to other people, they usually flip out over the amount we give them. Why? It's way more than what they need, and they're just not used to that. Their minds aren't renewed to that. They don't expect to receive that. And they just, they are just freaking out of that abundance. And see, we need to be grateful for that abundance. But that also tells me that most of us aren't reared up spiritually speaking and having our minds renewed to the fact that Yahweh does exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. He is the Elohim of abundance. He wants to give unto you and to me abundance. We may not see it now, but that's where your faith comes in place. That's where your confession comes into place. And that's where you continue obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments so that you can be in a position for Yahweh to bless you coming in, bless you going out, bless you in the city, bless you in the field, bless you on the beach, bless you in the mountains, bless you on a boat, bless you in an airplane, bless you in a nice car, bless you, bless you, bless you. He wants to bless you. Get this. And we're going to see this in... <clears throat> further down in our teaching, he wants to bless you with life, not just quantity of life, but he wants to bless you with everything and anything that makes you happy. There are things that don't do nothing for me, but there are things that, that make a, for example, my wife happy that doesn't necessarily float my boat, but it makes her happy and vice versa. There are things like a nice large TV that makes me happy and she could care less. If it's 32 inch, she's totally satisfied. Me, I prefer something bigger. So I can see that final touchdown throw by Aaron Rodgers when Green Bay wins the Super Bowl. Just kidding, just kidding. Or when the Brewers win the World Series and that hasn't happened yet. But we keep believing. But anyways... It says, and this is the message version, I came so that they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. You know, Yahweh has done that in my wife's and my marriage. Our marriage is beyond anything that we ever dreamed was possible. And if Yahweh has done that in our marriage, he will do that in every aspect of life. Now, there are areas of my life that I've not yet experienced that in, but I keep pressing in. And I believe that's why this word came to me, to stir me back up, to not let go of this uh, truth that Yahweh, Yeshua, came to give us life and to give us it more in abundance. Now, <clears throat> the original language portrays uh, what the idea of abundant life is. It is beyond what is anticipated. It's exceeding expectation. Are you exceedingly expecting abundance of 
life, abundance of health, abundance of peace, abundance of finances, abundance of joy, abundance of the gifts of the Spirit operating through you and in your assemblies? Or are you just expecting enough to survive? If you are, then you'll have it according to your faith, just enough to survive. But if you're expecting that Yahweh will go and do exceedingly, Ephesians 3.20, abundantly, above what is asked or what is thought of. Hallelujah. Okay, it's going past, abundance is going past the expected limit. Abundance, when Yeshua came and said he came to give abundant life, he was saying he came to give us a life that is going past the expected limit. Over and above. More than is necessary. Super added. That's the life that Yeshua and Yahweh has set us apart to enjoy. Yes, we have been set apart to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. We have been set apart to keep the Sabbath. But we've been set apart for a reason. For Him to bless us with abundance. For Him to bless us with more than is necessary. With a land flowing with milk and honey. With a super added abundance. Whether it's spiritually speaking, whether it's in your faith, whether it's in your joy, whether it's in your peace, whether it's in your finances, whether it's in your house. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't, I don't think you should be living in millions of dollars of mansion, you know, unless you're filling that house up with people that need a place to live. You know, a nice house, fully provided, Remember in Deuteronomy 6, when they went into the, the land, they said that they were going to receive houses filled with good things, plural, things. Whether that's things in your car, things in your driveway, things on your computer table, uh, things in furniture, things in groceries, or whatever the case may be. He came... To give us more than what is necessary. See now many people are, are, are just satisfied with eating today and then tomorrow they've got to start all over. They don't know where it's coming from. And many of us may have started our spiritual faith journey that way. We did. Our first furniture was out of the trash we found in an alley. But we can. It was harder than a rock. The couch and the chair. But nonetheless, we were grateful. Nonetheless, we were full of joy because we were newly married. We were newly in Messiah. And we were, we were just pumped that we had our necessities. Now, a commentator by the last name of Barnes says what abundance means literally they may have abundance or that which abounds. 
The word denotes that which is not absolutely essential to life, but which is superadded to make life happy. Let me say it again. Which it means which is superadded. It's just not where you're surviving, but it's superadded, multiplied, if you would, to make life happy. Now I can tell you what will make life happy for Linda and I is to be able to have a cabin, a cabin in the mountains. To be able to go there for weeks at a time and just enjoy life in the mountains. We also enjoy the beach. That's why we live in Florida. But nonetheless, we don't have the provision at this moment to be able to rent a house or to buy a house in the mountains and go there for weeks at a time. One, because we're still working. Now, if we had a super abundance in our checking account, we could just go up there, say for a couple months, and continue ministering in the assembly via YouTube or via, you know, teleconference call or Zoom or whatever. But nonetheless, we're not at that point. Does that mean that's not Yahweh's will? No, it just means not yet. Does that, does that mean that, you know, that's worldly? No, that just means not yet. Now, I can go out and force it to happen, but that's witchcraft. And see, that's what a lot of people do. They want something so badly that they get on the phone and they dial all these people and trying to do this, this, and this, trying to get help here, 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 and here, and doing this and doing that and doing this and asking for this and, and begging for this and complaining about this. And they just keep doing it, doing it. And they forcing it to happen because people are compassionate and they will give unto you. But that doesn't mean that was Yahweh's plan. His plan might have been, just trust me. You may not end up going, or you may not end up buying, or you may not end up doing, but there's a reason I have in it. If you trust me, you will experience abundance, an abundant life. If you make it happen, well, then you're out on your own. All right. <clears throat> he says, the word denotes which is not absolutely essential to life. Now, having a cabin is not essential to life, and... I mean, we have a nice home. Having, you know, I've always wanted a uh, SUV. Having, I mean, we got a nice car. It's paid in full. You know, I could go out and buy one on credit, but no, we're just waiting. We're just waiting. And we've been waiting for years. But we just keep waiting, trusting in Yahweh, that He always makes a way where there seems to be no way. And if that doesn't pan out, He will do something that's even beyond what we could think or ask. He will do something even greater. So, you just trust Him. You walk by faith. Okay? But it means, which is super added to make life happy. They shall not merely have life, simple, bare existence. Now, I remember my, most of my family, you know, when we were growing up, we just had bare existence. Same way with Linda's family. They just had bare existence. But there's more. There's something greater. Yahshua came to give you life and to give you that life in abundance. Abundance of health, 
abundance of mobility in your back. You know, sometimes we struggle with aches and pains. That's not abundance. That's not abundance. And so we have to keep believing to have received healing and deliverance from arthritis or whatever is causing the pain in the power of his name. So he wants you to have super added things which are needful to make life immensely blessed and happy. The eternal life Yahshua gives is just not how long we live, but the quality of life. He wants you to have a quality of life. And when people are suffering with disease, that's not a quality of life, and it's not condemnation on them either. But nonetheless, you know, they need to use their faith to begin to believe for that quality of life to be restored, that their health to be restored healthier than the days of their youth like Job, that they would be healed to have that quality of life. How does it start? By faith and by obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. If you keep, you know, you, go, you do good and then you go through the cycle and you put yourself first and you, you just break Yahweh's laws and commandments, well, you're not going to be in a position for an abundance of quality of life. You know, we get tested in this stuff. Do you really believe in his laws and commandments? Do you really believe in abundance? Do you really trust him? Or when it looks like it's not going to work, you force your hand in it. All right, let's, um, let's go to one, one more... Um, one more thought. Uh, let's see if I can pull it up here. Um, bear with me. I'm going. Here we go. Okay. Okay. The root word for abundance is a, you know, the letter A, and then the word bound. That's where the word abundance comes from, okay? Bound means restricted, limited, caged, inhibited, all right? The word A, on the other hand, means not or without. So when you combine them together, abound therefore means without limitation or limit. Abound means, or abundance means, without limitation or limit. <clears throat> and when Yeshua said, I have come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. That word abundantly comes from the root word abound. And what he's literally saying is, I have come to give you life without limitations. The only thing that's going to limit you is your inability to believe Yahweh for his abundance and your inability, your lack of willingness, 
your lack of love for the Torah and your lack of obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments will limit you for His abundance. So if you are walking by faith and believing for the supernatural, believing for supernatural provision, like when Yeshua uh, told Peter to go fishing to pay their taxes, and He said, prophetic word, the first fish you, you catch Take a piece of gold out of his mouth. How many have caught a fish with a piece of gold in their mouth? Nobody that I know of or heard of. He said, take the piece of gold out of your mouth. Go pay your, your taxes and my taxes. So that's supernatural provision or abundance. And Yahshua came to provide supernaturally for you. When the multitudes were needing food, he provided it to where there were baskets left over. Supernatural abundance. We have a brother in Yahweh called Johnny Gonzalez in New Mexico. I don't even know if he's still alive anymore. But nonetheless, he used to go to Mexico and feed the hungry. And when he saw the crowd, he said, he knew the food he had prepared wasn't enough. They had turkey and all the turkey fixings. And he said, literally, when they took food, you know, like turkey and the mashed potatoes and stuff and green beans or whatever they had, you know, enchiladas, whatever they had, jalapenos, um, and put it on the plate, immediately it replenished itself. He said it was just the most amazing thing. Why? Because Yeshua came to give life and to give it more abundance. He is the Elohim of abundance. And you and I need to renew our minds that he will provide for you, not just your bare necessities, but if you obey his laws and commandments, if you are diligent to listen to his voice, and do whatever he says to do, and don't do what he says not to do, and you walk by faith, and you call those things that do not exist as though they did, and you renew your minds constantly to the word, and you give unto others in abundance, not just, you know, barely enough, but in abundance, then you will receive, and you will qualify or abundance. Just like if you go to a bank loan, you got to qualify for that bank loan. If you want a credit card, you got to qualify for that credit card. If you want God's blessings, you have to qualify for his blessings. And that is first, obviously, is to receive Messiah. Secondly, to receive and live according to his Torah. Thirdly, is to walk by faith. Fourthly, is to love your neighbor as yourself. All right, so it says here that w the root word of abound means without limitation or limit. To walk in supernatural abundance in every area of your life, whether it's the Word, the Torah, whether it's peace and shalom, wholeness, whether it's healing and deliverance, 
whether it's a sound mind, whether it's deliverance and restoration, whether it's prosperity or finances, whether it's having the things that you would like to have to be a blessing to your family and to others, nothing would be greater than, you know, your family all serving Yahweh, first of all. Secondly, when you have members of your family say they're getting married, that you can go out and you can tell them, find a house that meets not only your needs, but makes you happy. And pretty much today, a bare minimum house is 200000 or, or or around there. You can't get a good, decent house for under two hundred grand anymore. And then you just go out and buy it. Whether it's two fifty or three hundred or three hundred fifty thousand, Yahweh has filled you with abundance, so it is no big issue for you to go out and write the check to be a blessing, or to find a, a homeless vet, or to find someone in the assembly, a single mom, single dad that's struggling. You know, they want a condo or they want a townhouse, or you know, whatever the case may be that you are able to go out and just not help them take a loan out on it, but that you, through abundance, buy it for them. That's the type of life the Messiah came to give to you and I so that we would have an abundance. Now, let's look at a few verses as we begin to close, revealing that Yahweh is like this. This is his nature. This is his character. And this, as you and I are in him, need to be our nature and character. And we need to access who Yahweh is by faith. As well as by obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. So understand this. Every man-made always comes to an end. If it's man-made, it's going to come to an end. TV, refrigerator, car, eventually it's going to come to an end. But the supernatural abundance of Yahweh is inexhaustible. Here, look at this. Genesis 1, verses 20 to 22. Then Yahweh said, Let the waters abound. There's that word abound mean. With an abundance, not just with, you know, two or three, but with an abundance of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens. So Yah created the great sea creatures and every living thing that moves. How did he do it? With abundance. He didn't just create a few living creatures, a few fish, a few birds, he created them with abundance, with abundance, meaning limitlessness. They had no restrictions. It was abundance. Same way with the birds, so on and so forth. And Yah saw that it was good. And Yah blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the waters in the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth, verse 28. Then Yah blessed them, meaning man, and Yah said to them, Be fruitful 
and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Take authority over it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. During the creation of the heavens and the earth, Yahweh simply commanded abundance into the seas and into the airs, and it was so. The regenerated human spirit has been commanded to abound and is therefore configured to walk in all-round abundance spiritually, mentally, socially, materially, emotionally, financially, and in all areas of life. Get that. That's the realm of abundance that we need to live in and walk in. The divine life of abundance we have been ushered into through the blood of the Passover lamb, through faith in the Messiah, through obedience to Yahweh's laws and commandments is that and much more is to walk in the abundance spiritually, mentally, socially, financially, and in all ramifications of life. We are to keep growing in levels of abundance. We are not, though, to be haughty. We are not to be proudful. But we are to be clothed with humility, even if we can literally say we have everything we desire. I can testify to this that Linda and I have been graced with many of the desires of our heart. Not all of them but many of them. There are still some spiritually and ministerially and financially and materially and in the realm of family that we have not yet received. Like we live 2,600 miles away from our son in New Mexico and grandkids. We haven't seen them in a number of years because of COVID and other issues. That's not abundance of life. That's just, now we're, we talk to them. Linda talks to Christopher um, probably three to four times a week, you know, and they talk about a lot of different things. Um, but nonetheless, that's still not abundance of life. It's abundance of life to be able to go there whenever we desire to spend some time with them, to walk with them, do things with them. Watch them and, you know, the adult grandkids and soon-to-be uh, great-granddaughter. Um, what was her, What's her name again, baby? Hattie Mae. Hattie Mae. <laughs> I keep forgetting that. Hattie Mae after Granny Mae. 
But nonetheless, we don't get, get discouraged over it. We just keep believing to have received it. We haven't gotten the open door to do some things, but we just keep believing to have received it. Why? Yahweh is the Elohim of abundance. All right. So I pray that this encourages you to understand what John 10.10 is about, to understand what abundance and the abundant life that Yeshua came to give you. Now, none of us may be experiencing the fullness of the abundance of life, but nonetheless, do not be condemned. Do not be discouraged with the life that you currently have. Praise Yahweh for it. But keep believing and keep obeying Yahweh's commandments and keep pressing towards the mark of his abundance of life. And do not try to force the issue. Do not try to make it happen. Just keep believing, keep waiting, and keep trusting in Yahweh. Until next time, Yahweh bless you. Yahweh make his face shine upon you. Yahweh clothe you with his grace and peace. Yahweh make for you a way where there seems to be no way. You want to connect with us? You connect with us at, at Mark Pulley <coughs> on Facebook. Uh, Yahweh Yeshua Assembly um, on Facebook. As well as Yahweh Yeshua Assembly. Dot com is our is our website. So be blessed, be full of shalom, and begin to look for and experience greater abundance in every area of your life. Shalom, shalom.